Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. talk about the joe dante movie the burbs the burbs yes i love this movie i watched this movie a lot um, when i was a kid on channel five okay it was one those one of those movies that i saw like sir like i said surf nazis was on there this was on there animal house they played surf nazis must die I, on tv i think they might have at one point i i, I, I could i could buy it I'll buy it. Like, yeah. I think it was one of those three o'clock in the morning movies. I don't think it was like a. Oh, I don't know. I feel no, like, I, I feel like if I feel like they they would. I feel like the eighties they would have just done it and like been like. Eh, there's a lot like a lot of movies I saw on Channel like Point Break. I said I saw on Channel Five. I, I loved Channel Five before it became like a WBCW KTLA. No, no KTLA was, uh, it was always KTLA. But they had I mean Slapshot I saw on there for the first time. Jimmy, what were your thoughts on the movie? Uh, the Burbs. Was a movie that I had to sit down and watch. I did not like it. Really? No, it didn't. How did you not like this movie? It's so fun. There's a lot of things about this movie that just pulled me right out of it. I just didn't care. Hence why it took me so long to actually watch it. I I, I kept falling asleep, so I had to turn it back on. And then it was one of those where it's like, all right, here we go again. And then like, okay, let's go through this fucking movie. Yeah. So, the beginning is Tom Hanks waking up, and then he sees the fucking neighbor who, the dog shits in the neighbor's yard and whatever. I thought all that was like, okay, this is like a neighborhood thing. Yeah. But the moment they pan the camera from like one house to another house, I'm like, I know that house, and I know that house. Because you've been on the back lot tour. Because it's, yeah, it's that whole, and you can see the Munster's house. Right, That's, that was the Munster's house. Yeah, and then you can see, you can see Animal House, you can see all the houses. Yeah. All the movie houses from Universal, all right there. And it's just, none of it looked, like, lived in. You know what I mean? It all looked like, okay, let's try to keep everything well, as Well, that's what they are. Yeah. But you, that's so, so it kind of killed it for you because you knew exactly where it was. Yeah, so I knew where it was, and I was like, okay. Because I figured it's just establishing shots of the neighborhood. But that lot becomes the whole movie. Well, yeah, yeah. it takes place in the, in, in the burbs. Yeah, so I was like, okay. That was one of the first things I saw like that were... Like, you know, I'm always like, oh my god, this is where this was at. And then I was like 10 when I went to Universal for the first time. You know, you see the Delta house, you see the the house from the birds, and it's also the Munster, the Munster's house. So, and on that same street, I don't know if they just moved it there or what, but the best little horror house in Texas is on that street too. Oh, okay. And I, also I, I know if, it is now. I don't know if it was... So another show that has that lot as its main focus is that... What's that? Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives? No. That, that was one of them. That was Mysteria Lane. Myster- but it's not Desperate Housewives, is it? Desperate Housewives, yeah. I thought that was the Housewives of Orange County. Is that not? The- no, that, that's, that's... Oh, that's the name of the show? But even with that, I don't know. 
I thought you'd like this movie a lot more because it kind of plays like a lot of old horror. Like the soundtrack, so, so, you know, that, okay. with that with that organ. The, I mean, that's... Once seeing the established shot of like where they are, I'm like, ah, this sucks. Because in certain TV shows and movies, they've used the city hall. Yeah. Well, it's not there anymore. Like, that's one of the things that got burned down to like 10 years ago. Oh, that's a bummer. That it's area, not... they disguise it so well in other movies and TV shows. Like, I, I'm like, oh shit, it's the same spot. I mean, it's they used, do. It's used in Animal House also. When he's running through at night when they're going to, they're going to put the horse in the dean's office, that building that John Belushi runs in front of is the courthouse. Anytime I see Universal sets, I'm just waiting for a tram to go in the background because I just I know it's gonna happen because they they take you through those tours and yeah. you see them. So there's certain things about '80s movies that I just I don't like as an adult. I guess okay. I don't know, like the older man with the hot young wife. Okay. I, now I just think of it as super creepy because in my mind I'm picturing them like having sex and like as old as he is and as like hot as she is. But I, I turn is so fucking good in this movie. Uh, I, I find it gross. And then like uh, Corey's in it. Yes, so. the Corey Haim. Yeah. And or the, no, Corey Feldman, I'm sorry. Yeah, Corey, Corey Haim, Haim yeah. is not in this. There's a line that, that Bruce Dern says about Corey. Corey. He says, oh, that, that kid's a meatball. Right before that, both of the Corey's were in Meatballs 3. Oh, so he referred to him as a meatball. That's pretty cool. I love Corey. I love his voice in general is my favorite thing. There's a at the end of the movie, like Corey says, like the pizza's on his way, mm-hmm. and then the big ending chase scene with the ambulance, or whatever happens, and then they crash into the pizza guy, and Corey screams out, "Oh man, the, the pizza guy!" Like I want that as my ringtone so bad. <laughs> the moment where this, is this going to be like a cheesy, corny movie? Is when uh, Tom Hanks, I forget his character's name, Ray. He sees the neighbor house, is intrigued by it because that light's coming from underneath, and he just takes one step into their lawn, and then that giant wind comes in, a step back, and it's done. That's um, what this movie's supposed to be. It's supposed to be campy 1950s. It's supposed to have that Monsters kind of vibe to it. But yeah, like, and that's where I figured, okay, well, are they making, like, is this like a Monsters joke because it's the Monsters house? And, like, it didn't work for me. I didn't like it. And the neighbor art, when you see him when he first comes in, he has that bush over his shoulders and he's got that gun and he's going to shoot that crow. And then like he gets close and then he aims at the crow and then it's sitting on top of a owl statue. And he pulls the trigger, but the crow like flies away. The figure, the little owl figure's head blows up. And then he was so angry because he missed. Like, bitch, even if you would have like missed, there's no way you would hit that crow because you're like, you're aiming too. I don't know. I didn't like it. He made me mad. Plus he goes over and starts eating. And then, like, I'm like, this movie is just going out of its way to try to be funny and, like, campy, and I don't like it. And then when he was digging through the fridge, I'm like, why? She's going to pull a goddamn pineapple. And sure as fuck, he pulls a giant pineapple and sits it down, because why not? That's funny. Like, I, fuck this movie. But another movie that does kind of the same thing, I feel, is Transylvania 6-5000, which I know you like. I love that movie. That movie that that I love, I have not seen it in a really, really long time. And I don't want to see it. Because you're afraid it doesn't hold up? I'm, a, I'm not... Well, it yeah. might not hold up. But I don't want to hate it. Because I do love it. Because I had everybody in it. I had... I saw Transylvania 65000 on Channel 11. Like, when oh. I was little. Because it was like... That the, was the other place you would see good movies. Yeah, because I was... I, it was like The Mummy, The Frankenstein, The Horny Vampire lady it was like, gina davis yeah so I, I was like it was a good movie so i don't want to watch it and just go back because i've seen revenge of the nerds and it is a little rapey 
That sucks because I named Booger after Booger in the movie, so. Yeah, but like every 80s movie is a little rapey. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I have a. I used to have a really fond memory of Revenge of the Nerds, and then now it's just kind of like. It's, it's, it's rapey. You didn't even like that dream sequence? The, okay. Or the, or the part with the Satan is good. Hold on. Satan is my pal. <laughs> I want to kill everyone. I do like, I, I did like that scene. And then what I also love about the 80s is that they embraced like satanic groups in a creepy way. Because every movie, like every horror movie would have like a Satan group. And, like, it would just always be freaky. And then this one was, like, the one that came in with the cloaks and, yeah. like, the horns. And they have, like, the staff with the skull, the goat skull on it. Like, it was creepy as fuck. I was like, oh, shit. And then, like, to be in the middle of a movie like this, I, I, it, it felt like different tones for everything. And also, you know what probably made me not want to watch this movie hmm. was right before that scene. Or Ray is uh, flipping through the TV and what the fuck do I see? Oh, did they show the Texas? Yeah, Leatherface pops out with his chainsaw, I, 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 and I, I cannot, I cannot watch it without getting a panic attack. Because when I was younger, my sister and my brothers, we all decided to rent movies, and, that and, was the one they made and I wanted watch. to rent a cartoon, and they wanted to watch a horror movie, so we rented RoboCop and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We watched Robocop to prep me for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's not a good prep. Yeah, well, so now, like, I was horrified about, like, you know, like, this Detroit cop getting shot up and then turning, like, eating baby food, which was so creepy as a child. And then to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I was terrified, but my parents didn't realize what movie we were watching. So my sister and my brothers pinned me down because they were afraid I was going to tell mom and dad what we were watching. And my sister, like... Pride my eyes open so I can like watch it. Yeah, <laughs> so I watch it and I was terrified, terrified about meats in general, terrified about like old people and their loose skin, terrified about trucks, semi trucks in the road. Like I was just freaked, just hillbillies, white people. I was terrified. I didn't trust. Can I anybody. tell you something comforting about about that movie? Do you know who does the narration of that at the beginning of that movie? You know, even talking about it kind of makes can me I, can cringe I, can I right now. That I hope it doesn't turn you off from this person because he's a, he's a great... Did you watch the show Night Court? Yeah. Remember Dan Fielding? Yeah. He's the one who does that narration. He's like, honestly, right now, I can tell you right now, I feel very uneasy. Like, talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the thing is, like, I know that he's based off certain serial killers... And I'm fine reading about them and what they've done in the past and like what the bot what they've done with collecting the bodies and the lampshades and all that. Mm-hmm. And I can separate that from, from Leatherface. Vince. But the thing with it's it just it's just a weird trauma that I have and it freaks me out. And your fucking brother when when you got me a goddamn action figure of Leatherface and he gave it to me here in the house and I opened it, and I looked at it, and I saw it was Leatherface. And I fucking dropped it. <laughs> I fucking dropped it. Sorry, he, I'm sorry not to laugh at you. And then he was, he was like, "No, but it's cool." And he, did you know what I'm, hold on, hold on. Uh, did he know your trauma thing or no? He did. And oh, I, so he did it to be a dick. Now, like, yeah. I, oh, I and like, I get, I, get, like, like, I, 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 I feel, uh, I feel so just tight in the chest right now talking about it. But I remember I dropped it. I didn't want to pick it up. He ended up picking it up, putting it down, and was trying to show me. And I said, "I, I can fucking see it, like, whatever." And uh, it's, it's a very detailed. I know what it looks like, Ben. He haunts me in my dreams. Thanks. <laughs> it's a very detailed, great-looking figure. And I'm... This is where my morality comes in, where if you give me something, like, I appreciate it. 
you know, like I I don't celebrate my birthdays. I don't like them. So like to get a gift, I, I thank you, but that gift is still in the original bag that it came in, and it's in the goddamn closet right here, just oh, right really? outside my room. Yeah, no, for sure. I know exactly where that bag is because I'm terrified. And one day I was like looking for something in whatever. And <laughs> Sorry. I, I grabbed the bag. I looked at it and I screamed. And I threw the bag right Why back in the closet. Why don't you buy gift it or something? Or is it because it's a gift? Because it was a gift. Because it was a gift, and like so, I'm gonna keep it. But at the same time, I'm also just terrified about that closet too, because it's just it's just in there, just lurking, waiting for me. Someone watched Small Soldiers too many times. Oh man! But that has no no bearing on why I don't like it. I just think Um, it's a horrible movie. It's not a horrible movie. It's so fun. It's it's intentionally that way. Let me tell you about things I love about that movie. The credits. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, the interaction between Ray and Art. Funny. I like I like their friendship. Some of the corny acting, which I normally love, was kind of crap. I mean, I love you cheese. love you love cheese and you love nineteen fifties cheese, and that's what this is playing on. Like yeah. par- paranoia. What do you think of the Klopex? So the young boy Hans, I thought he was dope. I like just that neck beard that he had, patchiness to his beard, and then like he had that purple eye makeup to make him look like super tired and just cringy. I thought he was a cool looking character. I kind of wanted him to. Be more of a a role, I guess, but he was just quiet and just awkward. The uncle was just a he had this weird Henry feminine, Gibson. He had this weird feminine hairstyle. Well, it's Henry Gibson from from Laughing. Yeah, and the only other thing you might have seen him in is he's one of the Nazis from Blues Brothers. You know, because he looks like a fucking Nazi. Well, yeah, he's he's got that German. I don't know if you guy. know this or not, but I hate Nazis. I'll leave it there. Yeah, and then the other guy, the doctor. Yeah, guy was. He was another comedy actor. His name was Brother Theodore, but I don't really know anything. I else liked him at the end, but the thing I felt like everything was like, it should have been a misdirect that they were like, because the entire time they're spying on their neighbors, they think like you know everything's like they find the femur, like the dog brings in the the bone and like oh whatever, they all allude to like these people are creepy, these people are bad people, and I was waiting for the payoff of like. Haha, misdirect. They're actually good people, and they're well. Whatever. That's what they try. They start to try to do at the end. We'll, we'll get there. Well, fuck it. Let's get there now. Like, okay. is that like they keep alluding to they're bad? They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. So I'm assuming that when it comes to the end of the movie, FYI, your paranoia has gotten to you because they're actually good people. That's not what this turns out to be. This turns out to be FYI, you were right 100. percent They have murdered people, and like they have like a trunk full of like bodies. But it's that whole Chekhov's gun thing that we talked about for the Nosferatu podcast. No, I get that, but the like That's the gun. I felt like the whole thing just felt like a giant misdirect and it wasn't. Okay, like, so you don't think they did the misdirect well enough? No. They literally told you throughout the whole movie they're bad. There was no misdirect to any of it. Yeah, I no. thought I thought maybe uh, oh okay, when the neighbor supposedly died and then like he comes back because he, he's Yeah, because like, he was just sick. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, but like a second later, it's just the neighbors trying to kill Tom Hanks in the back of an ambulance. Tom Hanks did a great job acting, as he always does, because he's amazing. Art was funny. The wife was kind of a bitch. Jerry Fisher? She reluctantly just went along with everything. No, he, the whole time she kept wanting to go to the Yeah, lake. but she was very like, oh, let's just go to the lake and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, like, then the fucking Art comes in, and she's like, he comes in as a whirlwind... Eats everything in the house, makes Carrie Fisher 
cooking breakfast, then he eats Ray's breakfast, and then it's just like she's okay with it. And like you can't say, "Can you get this fucker out of here?" Because like he's just a. It's a it's a comedy movie, Jimmy. No, dude, I ain't no comedy. This ain't no comedy. This is comedy. Oh my gosh! If any listeners want to email us in and let us know how much they hate this movie, <laughs> so I can shove it in Force's face. By all means, do you so. Know, anybody I've talked to who watches this, like Ben loves this movie. We love this movie. Like I said, this is one of those movies we watched a ton of times as kids. You can't see it, but like I'm literally just shooting daggers at you with my eyes. You know what the funny thing about the end of that dream sequence? This, about the Satanists? What they, you know, they played Mr. Rogers at the end of that, right? He's playing Mr. Rogers in a movie. Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, it's This movie was kind of one where like I, I didn't know what to expect. I'm glad... I didn't watch it a long time ago. No, well, the thing is, like, I know my trauma with Leatherface, so I know you, you I would not have been happy about it. Now I've seen it, it makes me cringe, but I'm like, ah, okay, cool, let's just get past this. You know what? I'm not okay with Leatherface, the old one. Are you like, okay, okay with the, the sequels to it? Because the sequels aren't the same Leatherface. I like haven't seen the sequels. I just know... You know just, Matthew McConaughey's in one of the sequels? Is really? Yeah. I think I'm like three you or know four. What, I, the thing about Leatherface, the uh, the movie, is it Texas Chainsaw Massacre? The first one, the 70s, is that it's shot in that 70s film. And it's not like a gimmick because that's the film that, that they use. But it has that bleached film look to it. And it just... It, Going off my memory, it just looks like found footage. You know what I mean? Just that, and like homemade movies. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't want to talk about it. It keeps making me cringe. Uh, what, do you like 80 Tom Hanks in general, or? Um, or do you... 80 Tom Hanks, 80s Tom Hanks, the only thing I know is uh, Splash. You don't remember watching Dragnet? Yeah, and you went, I like Dragnet better than this movie. Um, I think I like Dragnet better than this movie, too. Uh, I feel like the old neighbor with the hot wife... Bruce Stern? Yeah, I felt like he was the Christopher um, cheap knockoff Christopher Lloyd to this movie. Really? Yeah. No. Especially when he's on the roof, and then, like, he they make him fall. Actually, you know what? That's another thing I like about this movie. The, the practical falls. Like, there's a part where at the very, very, very end, where Hans is, like, running across the lawn, and he does this slip, and he falls on his ass. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd knockoff fucking wrestling. You're, you're talking about Bruce Dern, who's just done so many great things. I, separate. No, he hasn't. He's only done this movie. That fall? Beautiful. It looks like it, it naturally happened. It looks like he fell, but you could tell the impact. He landed it just right where, like... There was yeah. no injury in it, but it looks so good. And then also, what's his, the old man when he was on the roof, when he falls down, beautiful things. The only the only person that sucked about with, like, fighting bits or whatever was Art, where he's fighting Tom Hanks at the very end. Tom Hanks is choking fucking the friend out. But I don't think he was, like, trying but to fight back. His finger, his finger is just, w- like, wiggling there. And you can see his friend just looking at it, looking at it, timing, 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 and just going for, like, a chomp. And I'm like, dude, fuck you. Fuck you and your bad timing. I, 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 tried to, I tried to watch it, and I think uh, the first time I was like, okay, cool. And I literally even rewound it and watched it from the beginning just to think, okay, like, maybe I'm not giving this a shot. But that wasn't it. But there's also a lot of product placements in this. Like, the opening shot when they're in the house, the the dog treats are just placed just right. 
the Twinkies are placed just right. The cereals are placed just right. Carrie Fisher, when she grabs like the milk, she holds it label out as she's pouring. She puts it label out to the camera like blatant, blatant. I don't need to see it. Such a fun movie, dude. I don't know. I don't get where you see fun. I don't see how you don't. And then like with like like towards the very end with Corey just standing like he's seeing the neighbor and he does that like 180 turn and like he looks. I'm like, dude, it was just so bad. It was so bad. And then Corey ending the movie is like, I love this neighborhood. Well, he says that it's a callback to the beginning of the movie. I don't give a shit. He says that at the beginning of the movie. It's yeah, a callback. No. It could be whatever it is, but I call it shit. I don't like it. You understand callbacks. It's I do okay. understand callbacks. You don't. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I, it was. I'm trying to think of positive things to say about this movie. And all I can say is that it is done. Did and I don't have to watch it. It's cool to see Tom Hanks young. Like, I think that's. I, I like seeing. Especially when I haven't seen him in this movie. And he's funny. Like, a lot of things about this movie just. It didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it. Didn't hit for you. Yeah, and I—it's a bummer because like I want to love it, but mm-mm, ain't happening. So out of nine stars, <laughs> I give this two stars. Out of nine stars, I give this like seven to eight stars. Do you really? You even yeah. you like this movie that much? Yeah. One of the first things that I wrote with Tim, I kind of a take on this. Okay. Uh, I watched this. In like fourth or fifth grade, and then shortly after that, we went to Universal. So I, so I knew it by the, the by the time I was ten, though. Okay. So maybe maybe I went a little bit after that then. And so I got it. It was, was this like when you were like, oh, this is like the greatest movie I've ever seen, or was it like not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but it's one I liked a lot. If it was on TV, I'd watch it. Maybe if I watched it when I was younger, I would have fonder memories. So you're learning very much through these podcasts. Uh, I don't watch movies, but there's a lot of movies I have not seen, and there's a lot of TV shows I have not seen. But I've, I know enough premises of certain things to be like oh, I can have a conversation with you. I don't know specifics. This is a movie where I people have talked to me about it before. I have an idea what this movie was, and that's not what it was. Yeah, I thought this was like a Tom Hanks getting married. Trying to live that suburban lifestyle that America is trying to push on everybody. You fucking read shit wrong, like, every time. I do. I'm, like, the worst. I think it's the director. Donate? Yeah, I think he sucks. Why? He did one good movie... And this doesn't feel like... Let me, like, let me find some director. other movies that Joe Dante has directed, and maybe we'll we'll go off of that. And huh? I, like, I think he's a crappy director. Because the thing is, like, he could have made them take different takes, and I'm sure that could have made a better better things. Because, like, when they're talking, they're funny. The original Piranha. I don't think I've seen that. The original Piranha is essentially just Jaws. But this is how it's funny. Um, after Piranha, he co-directs Rock and Roll High School. The Howling. I've never seen it. I never have I. Have you seen the Twilight Zone movie? The 1980s one? Yes. He did the life. It's a good life segment. The it's a good life segment is garbage because the only thing I remember is it's a good life is the it's the one with the kid who can make things change. Maybe. The only thing that worth one. watching is the gremlin on the wing. Movie, there's some good stuff in that movie, dude. Eh, agree to disagree. You don't like the one with you don't like the John Landis one with like the racist guy and he has to go back to Vietnam. You're saying words, and I don't think the the same movie I watched. Yeah, you probably didn't watch it. You don't like the Steven Spielberg <laughs> one, where it's, where the old people become young again. His is like isn't really. Scary. Oh yeah, yeah. His is really kind of like kind of very Spielbergish for that time. Yeah. 
But Joe Dante's one. Joe Dante's one. I was hate the Spielberg, one. by the way. Oh, go fuck yourself. I really do. Why do you hate Spielberg? Because I feel like he's just Mr. Happy Ending Guy, and like. Um, how did you not see a little movie called Schindler's List? Because that's not a happy movie. Is it not a happy movie? He made Amistad, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I mean, there's happy. I didn't see that one. But like, how did Schindler's List end? I mean, oh, that's it ends with them walking by the graves. Yeah, but it's happy because he saves all those well, people. Well, he does. He saves them all, but like, it's not a happy movie. No, it's a depressing. It's a depressing movie, but like, there's a happy ending for those people. I'm gonna get to something in a second about the movies that Joe Dante. So discussion. Gremlins was next. Okay. Flawless movie. Explorers. Okay, go ahead. Explorers. You know what Explorers is? No. It has Ethan Hawke in River Phoenix and Jason Preston as boys who build a spacecraft to explore space. Inner Space. Amazon Women on the Moon, which is a movie I've been trying to get you to watch for a long time because you like Kentucky Fried Movie. Uh, the next was The Burbs. After The Burbs, he did Gremlins 2, the new bat. Gremlins 2. Tell me again, what did you think of Small Soldiers? Um, I thought it was a crap movie. <laughs> yeah. Did he direct it? Yes, he did. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. He did the Looney Tunes movie. Sometimes lightning strikes twice, so... <laughs> Gremlins in this. <laughs> yeah. And what's um, the other one? Looney Tunes back in action. Never saw it. I didn't see it either, but it, he directed some police... School. That one show that has, like, one season only, the... Naked Gun. I heard that that was actually really good, but they took a lot of that storyline that was in those shows and made it into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently if you've been to the haunted R.L. Stein's Haunted Lighthouse... At Universal, oh sorry, at SeaWorld, San Diego, he directed that as well. With is this whoa, thing? oh, kind of bringing it back with one Christopher Lloyd. Oh really? Oh, and Leah Thompson. Hey, getting some Back to the Future. Wait, where's that at? SeaWorld. SeaWorld. I don't think they have it anymore though. Let's uh, see. I've been to SeaWorld once, and I felt bad for the animals. You know, but I fed a dolphin, so that was pretty cool. Um, SeaWorld reminds me of a dance fish. Or sea mammals. That. I don't know. It was cool to see those animals up close. It's just... I thought they were done with SeaWorld. I thought they were shutting them down. They're, I think they're slowly kind of doing it because they won't let them keep them in captivity anymore. Hey, have you seen that blackfish? I have not. That's why they're kind of slowly shutting them down. Dude. I don't want to do that. It's depressing. But you should watch it. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't want to do that either. Uh, what's your favorite scene in this movie? Most of the scenes with art. Art, I feel like he would be a good character, but I feel Tom doesn't, Tom Hanks doesn't like gel with him comedic wise. He's funny in other things. He was a stand up for a bit. He died though. Oh, really? Rick Dukeman died, yeah. Coke. Did he do a lot of Coke? No, he was just a big guy. Heroin. Oh, no. No, I think he was just a big guy, and I think he just kind of like John Candy. That sucks. Yeah. But like this one, he looked fit. He looked good. That was also, he died in like 2003. But yeah, like watching it, like it's cool. Like I can, I feel like there's parts in this movie that I would really love but it just I don't know why it didn't work for me I because I do like cheesy stuff I do like you know, 80s movies I bet you it's the same thing I'm going to tell you a movie I don't like Bridesmaids really just okay with Bridesmaids oh, that was, I remember tears were coming down my cheeks just laughing my you know what it is though you know, you know what so kills bad. it for me is, is that women acting no 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 no, not women acting oh one in particular. I'm not a big Melissa McCarthy fan. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she overdoes it. She kind of does a little bit. But, but here's the thing: is I like her as a drama actress. She can she can act. I don't think she does comedy well. That's just me. Yeah, it's funny. It's so funny. But John Ham, like, there's some funny parts of John Ham in it. And Chris O'Dowd is the thing. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of him and pretty much anything he does. I just can't. 
the music in this, I don't, nothing's sticking out as like, it's just, it, uh, it's, it's just it's, a random, but it's kind today. of, it's organy, kind of like old 1950s, even 1930s You know what, horror. L- looking back at the sequences in my mind, it like, it hits all the things I like. Because even watching the end while you were here, like, I was angry at you. I was like, this is what you made me watch, but... Because it's like, it's almost a two-hour movie. So you wanted a more twisty, then? You want... Maybe if the ending had a better thing, but, like, I feel like you have an almost two-hour movie. We go an hour and, like, 15 minutes. What they... Or, I, I wonder or, if... 45 minutes, and, like... It's barely leading to like the conclusions you want, and it's not a conclusion that I wanted. So it was like so it was if they maybe drove a little further from the neighborhood, and then they revealed that. No, uh, not even that. Do you they... not even that because I, 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 my thing was like good. At least you're having this, but then like that cart, that ambulance chase scene was just so out of control. Like they're taking off. Like you should learn how to drive a fucking car. Now you're jumping on sidewalks, and like all the cops are just standing around like. It's like, this is a normal thing. The poor pizza guy had 50 pizzas that were ruined on one go. I think I remember telling you, too. I don't understand, like, was why was pizza such a huge thing in the 80s? Like, they had to start delivering at that point. The Ninja Turtles were all about pizza. I remember Chuck E. Cheese was a huge thing because of the pizza. Pizza's still a big thing now. The movie is, like, make a point to talk about pizza just to kind of check off that box. Like, pizza? Done. So. I don't think it was just pizza done. I think it was just like you're having a party with a bunch of people to just get some pizzas. Later. All the product placements they had in the beginning of the movie, they couldn't have a Domino's or a Pizza Hut thing at the very end for yeah, the pizza. Party, you're just going to go get fucking Domino's or Pizza Hut or you're going to get fucking like... Little Caesars was big in the 80s. They could have used Little Caesars. I don't, think, I don't think they were that big at that point. In really? I remember Little Caesars. 90s. Like early 90s. Oh man. I think or the Noid. Oh, they should have had the Noid. Remember the Noid? So for us, next week... We're going to do one of your favorite series, and we're going to go back into the Wizarding World and do Harry Potter 6 and the Half-Blood Prince. Ah, oh, fuck. Ah, this is, this is a good, this is a good one. Is it? Yeah. Who's the Half-Blood Prince? I don't know. We're almost at the end of the story, and now is you're it, introducing a Neville? new character? I don't know. I have no idea. Neither do I. We'll find out. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. If you want to comment on the show or if you have any questions uh, you can hit us up on instagram at yhblankthat and you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com